Hello, Cecilia. How are you? Hi, I'm well. How are you? Oh, doing really well. This is Dustin. You're going to be talking to me and Logan today, by the way. Hey, how you doing? Cool. Hi, I'm well. Oh, man. We just want to say thank you so much for coming on the show. We're super excited because we see you have a... You have a little lead part in Cloak and Dagger that we're excited to talk about in the upcoming I'm really season. I'm really excited. Yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, of yeah. Course. We're huge Cloak and Dagger fans. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I'm pretty awesome. pumped about that. It. And, of course, Five Feet Apart. Yes. Uh, super excited about that. We talked uh, to Trina. She was fantastic. Oh, cool. So we're really excited to talk about that as well since it's doing so well at the box office, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah totally. It's great for an indie but um yeah what we want to do is uh kind of get started with uh introducing you how what we like to do first is kind of introduce you to people who may not be familiar with who you are yeah and kind of talk a little bit about cool. how you got into acting and was it something you always wanted to do or kind of fell into it or what how, how'd you get started um well i think i i you know, informally, I think I started when I was a kid with my cousins. We used to put on plays for Thanksgiving for our family. <laughs> That's like, awesome. Adorable. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we have them all on tape, so hopefully those never leave my house. Um, <laughs> you don't want to give a little but, sneak peek? <laughs> <laughs> not really. I understand. You want to see me lip syncing at age eight for, like, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> right. Um, but, um, yeah, so I think that's, like, where it started informally. And then um, all through, like, middle and high school, or, I'm sorry, middle school, I never really was presented with an opportunity to do performing arts, but mm-hmm. it was always, like, interesting to me. And then once I uh, started high school, there was, like, acting class available, like, theater was available to me. Mm-hmm. I, like, jumped on really quickly um, and just was, like, totally obsessed with it in high school. I didn't really have, like, proper training. I went to a really, really small high school. Um, but that's sort of, like, where it, where I landed in it. Um, specifically, like, later, like, junior, senior year, when I, when my acting teacher was like, are you going to pursue this in college? And I was like, can I do that? <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> know that I could. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, talk about pursuing, right? I mean, yeah, you need to jump to New yeah. York. So uh, clearly you were yeah. definitely interested. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think once my teacher sort of told me that I could and that I was good enough to pursue getting into like a good program for acting, it was like the stamp of approval and it gave me the confidence to sort of actively pursue an audition for these programs. And then, it, and then once I sort of set my goal, like the dream goal of getting into NYU and then getting in, it was like, there's no choice. There mm-hmm. wasn't like, should I go? Should I not? It was like, I got into NYU. I'm not going to say no. Exactly. You know? Got to take that leap. Totally. Oh totally. man. Oh man. And we should say you are a Miami native, first generation. That's pretty awesome. Your mother is Argentinian and your father is Cuban. Do you speak any other yes. languages? Uh, yeah, actually Spanish is my first language. Oh, so, nice. Um, it's a native language. And um, I speak a little bit of conversational Portuguese, mm-hmm. but I haven't used that, so it's not, it's not, it's rusty. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, I understand. But yeah, we're, we're just really excited to talk to you today. We see you also dabbled a little bit in the music industry, a little uh, oh, singing. <laughs> I wouldn't say industry, but I would say art. Yeah. <laughs> You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, we're real curious yeah. about the lead singer role in Sugar. In Sugar, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically what happened is I, upon graduating from school, I sort of was doing like lots of experimental theater and um, working on stuff with my peers from school, working with um, old professors as well. But, it, you know, that wasn't super, like, wasn't really filling up a lot of my time. It mm-hmm. was like 
not enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, I kind of want to start a band. <laughs> so I started a band um, with people I went to school with from my from my acting program, actually. Mm-hmm. And um, I, we we settled on the name Sugar, but it was like a, a year and a half. We were working on music, original music, and yeah. performing in like uh, venues and small things in New York and in Manhattan and Brooklyn and stuff. It was fun. It's really fun. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Would you ever try to do anything with it, like, professionally? Um, I mean, I, like, I miss it a lot. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know about, like, like, that's just a whole other monster of an industry. Right, you know, yeah. My, my industry's already, like, so competitive and so massive right. and so much. Yeah. That, like, I think maybe, I mean, I definitely want to, like, keep it on the side for artistic reasons, for, yeah. like, feeding the soul reasons, but yeah. I don't know, I don't know if I could handle massive energy. Right, yeah, <laughs> completely understandable. We've had some other guests on that have talked about trying out both sides of the industry, yeah. and how about yeah. how, if they feel like they're not taking off enough in acting, that they try to pursue, like, a little bit of the music career, but right. so I guess it's a little bit of a balancing act, how do you yeah. feel, like, what... What foot is more in what door, I guess you could say. Yeah, and you know, with the right. recent success of uh, musicals lately, again, we're seeing a nice little turnaround with that, with La La Land and yeah. the different things. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, you could you could the best of both worlds, you know, be yeah. able to get that an opportunity true. to do both. So Yeah, Mamma Mia yeah. type character. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I know. I always feel bad about that stuff, though, because I don't have, like, I'm not, like, traditionally, classically trained musically or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. My voice is, like, pretty contemporary um, style, and I always feel weird about, like, people that are not, like, musical theater trained people getting mm. those roles, Yeah, it's like, what, they trained for that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a, a good point. Freaking ball fields that I'm, like, here to touch as <laughs> Right, <laughs> right. I, yeah, that's real, though. I, I, I like that, yeah. you know, the opportunity exactly. comes along, and you're like, oh, well, but maybe somebody should Right, who, who like, actually, yeah. like, put yeah, all that I mean, time and like effort. a huge part of the controversy with La La Land. Like, a lot of people had issues with the fact that they, like, that specifically, like, Emma Stone is, like, not a professional dancer mm-hmm. or singer. Right. It's not, it, her performance didn't bother me at all, but I understand that perspective immediately, especially having gone to school where I'm, I know a lot of people that literally, like, that's their goal. That is their career goal, to be in musicals. They're professionally trained to sing, dance, and act. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh wow! I, I I don't think I ever would have thought about that had you not said that. And so yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we see that uh, you moved to New Orleans later in your life. Are you still based out of New Orleans right now? I am currently. Yes, awesome. I moved here like a couple years ago, um, and it's been great. I mean, there's so much work down here. Yeah, I didn't even. It didn't. I mean, it occurred to me obviously, but it, it just was not. It wasn't like the number one reason why I moved here, mm-hmm. and um, and it's it's good so far. Yeah. Obviously, I travel a lot, and my team is like half LA, half um, Atlanta, and whatnot. But that's it's cool. great. Yeah, living here is very easy. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the, now you came in on on the backside when it started to pick back up, right? You 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 didn't yes. go through that little drop where it, where it was booming and then yeah. kind of hit a little lull when they were messing I with the incentives. Not. When was the lull? Well, I mean, I want to say if you if you moved there a couple of years ago, it was it was roughly right before that, maybe maybe a okay. year or two before that. I know that they Jindal kind of messed with the incentive program a little bit, and it right. ca- caused all kinds of trouble, and they lost a lot of production yeah. to Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah, but then you know they fixed yeah. that real quick. They're like, quick. hold on, hold, hold on, on. Yeah. <laughs> come back. Yeah, they realized. 
Yeah, because it's booming yeah, now I, again, which is great. Totally. Yeah, totally, I mean, you yeah. got huge oh, yeah. shows going on. How much is shot here? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I, I love that you brought up how much you love the city. We were just there yesterday. So yeah, <laughs> we love the oh, city nice. as well. I love it. Oh yeah, it, it's a great place to live. Yeah, we live in uh, Biloxi. Oh, cool. Right around the corner. Yeah, yeah. it's literally a hop, skip, and a jump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. But we love it. We love it. We love just the atmosphere, and it's really just like a – it's big city, but it's so historic in the same time. It'd be yeah. like – it's so, like, unique to shoot projects there, agreed. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. What I actually really love about it is, is that it's like – it's like a medium-sized city, but it feels, like, huge and small in all At, the right yeah, ways. Yeah, agreed. Like like, it's huge in that there's so much opportunity, there's so much creative and art, um, uh, artistic opportunity, like, at every turn, whether it's music or, or film industry or, you know, all of the above. And then at the same time, it, it's, like, small, a small southern town feel. Like, people are your neighbors, and nothing is more than 15 minutes away in a car. And yeah. It's, it's awesome. I yeah, love that, yeah. that combination. That's yeah. a great point. I grew up there most of my life. And so the same thing. Yeah, cool. you can be walking around New Orleans and it's all this. But then literally 15 minutes away, you're in the middle of wilderness and swamp like right. civilization yeah. doesn't What's even happening? exist. Yeah, totally. And, and totally. you can really, I think the locations there have always been, and I think it's why filmmakers like it so much. You can literally dummy anything in louisiana yeah. you know any kind of yeah. uh, film or genre or city or look that you're going for it's there in louisiana so it, yeah, it's really definitely. awesome so let's jump definitely. into it then let's talk about cloak and dagger yes. which because i think the city is as much a character in that show as as everybody yeah. else it really um, is and it's getting gritty this season i mean where they're talking about human yeah. trafficking yeah. and getting into getting Seriously. into some dark stuff this season so let's definitely first definitely. of all congratulations because like yeah, i said huge role Thank yeah you. and we're super excited for you because we're just huge fans of the show yeah and it, it just boomed you know the first season which we were so thrilled to see um so how'd you get yeah. in on that? How, how'd that go? We've heard some a lot of stuff about the audition process yeah, for Marvel it was, shows. Yeah, we heard it's pretty secretive. Like, people go it's in and off. very secretive. Yeah. yeah. Actually, my whole process was very secretive. Like, even once I was cast, I had very little information. Mm. So um, the casting process is intense. Like, you obviously are signing away to secrecy a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, even then, I only was given, like, dummy side. Um, which are like, you know, for those of you listening that don't know what that is, they're basically like fake scripts right. mm -hmm. um, that are not that are not ultimately made into the um, episodes, but they're like character right. um, driven. So um, I had a standard audition for it. Um, all I knew was that it was a guest star role for a one episode. Like I didn't even know oh, wow. the scope of what the character was going to be at right. all for mm. the season. So um, already, though, that's a big deal because the star role is already, like, has a whole plot line, has a whole storyline. It's a step up from being, like, a small supporting character. Yeah. Right. So um, that, was, that was still exciting because it's a Marvel show. Um, and so then once the callback happened, the callback was a, a callback and a chemistry read with Olivia Holt, who plays Candy. Yes. Um, and um, that went really well. And then I, I booked it. And... Uh, I, I I really didn't know anything except once I booked it, they told me it would be at least three episodes, and then that's all I know. Mm -hmm. And so as each episode would go on, I like would find out more information. But it's they're very very secretive. Like I would say, I would venture to say, like the only people that really know what's going on for like their whole like the whole show are like the the series regulars, like mm -hmm. the leads. 
Yeah, that's exactly um, what uh, we had Amy Rutberg on recently from Daredevil, and she mm-hmm, said the same thing mm-hmm. that they would give her these lines and scripts, but yeah. that it wasn't actually she had no idea what the story actually was. Exactly, you know, and yeah. that they did they keep it yeah. from you. That's so interesting how they do that. Well, as an actor, like it's really difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine because yeah, because you're really only working with what you know in that one episode, mm-hmm. and it's like you know, I, I mean, it, honestly, it, it's great acting training film and TV because that's like a lot of how this stuff goes is like you are it's not like a play you're not preparing for something that's like super far in advance you're not like things happening much faster um, much quicker for a television so um, in a way it was like a crash course you know yeah. um, because I, I'm like really new to film and TV like I come from theater training mm-hmm. I come from like experimental theater background I've done some like DIY and super like lo-fi low budget like film stuff in school and yeah. in New York, but this is like my first professional big role on a show. And mm-hmm. previous to that, I have like a handful of small roles on things. So I'm still like very much figuring out acting for the camera and how different that is. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like in a way, this was kind of like a crash course. Yeah, definitely, definitely. When we hear all the time how it's kind of weird because you don't get that initial reaction like you do on stage. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and even more so, weird. What, I mean... I, was it were, was it a sense of overwhelming? I guess, I guess, or I mean, so because, like you said, you're kind of new to the whole film and television, and then right out of the gate, yeah. your first big one is Marvel, which yeah. is like, oh my yeah. god, you know, the MCU the is huge right now. Yeah, I think in a way, it, I guess now that we're talking about it, now that you say that, it's almost like it was almost a blessing in disguise that I didn't know how big my role was going to be because mm-hmm. I think I would have been really like a lot more stressed and overwhelmed. Oh, I can imagine. Um, I, I already was super overwhelmed that I booked it at all um, and that I knew that I was going to be in at least X amount of episodes. But like as the episodes kept coming and I was learning more about my role in the sort of like arc of the whole um, season, it was sort of more like a gradual creeping up on me mm-hmm. feel rather than like an all at once. And I'm kind of grateful for that because I feel like it gave me a little bit of space to just like focus on what I, the, the task at hand and the job. That's awesome. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about Olivia Holt a little bit. What was that? Because yeah. in my opinion, I'm, first of all, I should preface, I'm a comic geek since birth. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> oh, I so love that. I, I, just, I love that. I'm I like, she, I'm not, but my boyfriend is also like, he's like so into it. Yeah. So I know like, like minuscule amount. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> well, I just think she, she and Aubrey both have just completely nailed these characters. Yeah, you know, seriously. they've taken a little Liberty with the show, a, a little bit different from the comic books, but, but for the most okay. part, spot on. And they've just absolutely nailed these characters. So the fact that you get to interact on, on a level with Tandy, yeah. you know, with Olivia is just fantastic. Yeah. What's that like working with her? Um, she's great. She is, such a professional and she's super young and I know she's been doing it a long time because she's like a Disney kid and was working on a lot of TV shows there Mm -hmm. but um she's such a professional she's she's so warm she's so great to work with she's super generous as an actor she's great she's like any she's like everything you want in a scene partner and um it's so great she's a great leader on set she's amazing to everybody it was it was awesome it was awesome um I worked with like her a good amount and and um andrea ross mm-hmm. who plays melissa her mom mm-hmm. um she's also amazing lovely 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 so many i mean i worked with i think i actually i don't know how much i can say but um, <laughs> you're good you're good you we understand see, but i can tell you for sure that i worked with them and um yeah great she's exactly what you think she's like you know 
That's awesome to hear. And we, seriously, Miles Mussenden, who plays uh, Aubrey's dad, yeah, you know, said the same thing. He was just kind of blown away at the the skill that these people have, being so young, being so young, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and so yeah. that that's awesome. Um, I think we could talk about. I mean, they've they've kind of given a breakdown of what the season's kind of about. So maybe we can hint mm-hmm. at, and you sh- you shut us down if, if if we kind of think. But it's yeah. an intense storyline that you have because it, it you meet Tandy at a, a shelter for abused abused women, right, or a counseling session for abused women. I meet yeah, so I meet Tandy and Melissa at their support group for battered women because that's like sort of it's their group where they go to work out you know their their problems and Melissa's issues and. So um, my character, Michaela, um, basically shows up there one day, kind of forced to be there by a, by a close friend of hers, um, and she sort of, like, doesn't really see anything in common with the other victims, mm-hmm. other women that are there, and she's sort of, like, defensive. Um, but, um, yeah, that's where she meets Candy and Melissa. So that's, like, the backdrop already is, like, not like. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> no, like, <laughs> of how uh... they meet. Yeah. Yeah, well, and for anybody who's unfamiliar, which at this point I can't think of anybody who hasn't right. seen this show because it, it's doing huge on Freeform, it is not a, a light show. I mean, this is a gritty, dark yeah, you know, yeah. Marvel series. Drugs, so. prostitution, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. I think it's so awesome that they're able to, like, you know, make a show about um, just really, really, really important things and, and, like, package them in a way that's, like, totally digestible. Um, for young adults, like mm-hmm. that's like crucial. I think that's great. Freeform's doing that a lot in general, but I think like this show, especially like hits at home. Absolutely, and I think the Marvel Cinematic Universe on the television yeah. side has done that because I feel like on television they've they've taken a little bit more risk with yeah. going dark, yeah. you know, with yes. the Netflix series yes, totally. and Freeform, and even Runaways on Hulu. It, it, it deals with some heavy uh, stuff where you know we mm-hmm. still in the movies. It's kind of we know who's going to win, kind of a right. lighthearted, you yeah. know, but yeah, it's a bit so, more formula. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, well, huge congrats on this. Like I said, you know, and I hope it leads to even more. And I, you know, I'm saying on IMDb, it's a little more than three episodes mm-hmm. at know. least. You know, you but know. Uh, um, hopefully it leads to a little yeah. bit more. And and you know, we couldn't be more pleased for you with that. Yeah, seriously, seriously. Thank you. Yeah, now we got to talk thank about you, Five you. Feet Apart because I personally, I went and saw this one and I, I almost cried. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> oh my God. You almost or you did? I, I was really close. I was really close. Oh my God. How is that possible that you didn't <laughs> he, cry? He had the girlfriend so there. Sad. He had the man. Uh, uh, yeah, he was like, I, you know, to, I can't cry in front of her. That is hysterical. <laughs> I'm like, I almost want to say if you didn't cry, like you don't have a soul. Right? Like, it's pretty intense. I'm so not going to lie. Is this, I, I have a feeling intense. this is why I haven't gone yet. Because yeah. I'm that guy that yeah. can, I cry five seconds into This Is Us every week. So this movie will <laughs> oh probably kill me, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Then you'll be a, you'll be a mess. Yeah, you'll okay. You'll be a total mess. <laughs> I mean, like when we saw it, when I saw it at our premiere, it was like, like for most of the movie, you could like hear a pin drop. Mm-hmm. And then like when it wasn't silent, it was just like people like nodding everywhere <laughs> yeah like, like that <laughs> level of sound it was like so intense like so much crying oh man it was so good so good cole sprouse and yeah it was so amazing well and uh, again touching on a really heavy matter i mean this is this yeah. is you know something that yeah. that's not a lighthearted kind of subject to be dealing with totally um and well and also also it's, it's a it's a disease that like no one really knows about yeah. right there's not a lot of stuff that's been made about it like and um, cystic fibrosis is like a real thing. Like I 
prior to working on the movie, like, I just knew, oh, yeah, that, that's a disease that I know the name of. Like, right. I've heard of that. Mm-hmm. But I had no idea. I had, I had no idea how it worked. I didn't know how many people it affected. Like, I didn't really understand it. I didn't know it was a genetic disease. Like, mm-hmm. it's amazing, like, what they've been able to do. Like, think about how many people are seeing this movie. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, we should. Yeah, like uh, at the top of the interview, it, it's overperforming. We should say it's an indie film yeah. from CBS. Yeah, and it, like yeah, one of their last ones, right? Yeah, and one of their last ones. Yeah, because they're kind of like making that transition yeah, they're, away. They're exactly. Yep. So, uh, you know, we well, you know a little bit. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, they, I, it, and it, you know, overperformed its opening weekend and has been doing really well for an indie film, which is great because it does yeah. have such an important message, you know, it and, does. and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. just to bring awareness to the disease. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Well, congrats. Look at you just rolling along, right? I I mean, you know, big indie film, and you got Cloak and Dagger. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just killing it. Just killing it. That's exciting. I know. It's crazy. It's weird, you know, because you work on these things, and they don't actually happen all at once. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden they're coming out all at once, and it seems like I've been so busy, but like they weren't at the same time, you know. Mm-hmm. I know it's just funny. Yeah, well, and we should mention since we're talking about all these huge things, you know, the the, yeah. the one of the juggernauts uh, in the industry right now, Netflix. Yeah, You've got a Netflix uh, project coming out too, right? Uh, yeah, I do. I'm I'm not like I don't know, I don't know when it's going to be like announced what it's called, but yeah. it's currently untitled to the world. Yeah, but it's um. Directed by um, Henry Juist and Ariel Shulman, who are awesome, and they directed Nerve, and they're like the original producers of Catfish, the yeah. original documentary. They're great, and the movie's awesome. It's stacked with people. It's Jamie Foxx, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Machine Gun Kelly. It's like nuts. Yeah, oh, man. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I saw that, and I was so jealous. I just think he's a phenomenal yeah. actor. Yeah, I mean, and director in his yeah, own right. Yeah, I agree, and I grew up like crushing on him. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> big Third Rock from I, the Sun like, fan. Crazy, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. so awesome. And things I hate about you. Come on. <laughs> there you yes, go. Exactly. Yeah. With Heath Ledger, man, it was so good. Oh so yeah. Good. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Well, we'll definitely have to have you back on when that one hits. And, yeah. And, and we know the name. Yeah. And, you know, have you talk about that? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it'll be soon. I can't imagine. But that's another movie that actually takes place in New Orleans, which I think is super cool. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Epic. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So we got it. We got to mention you're also a volleyball yeah. player, and you're into astrology. Oh. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's yes. a, that's an interesting yes. combination. Yeah. Do you know I my? Know, I know. Do you know the horoscope yeah, well, for uh, Gemini for the rest of the year? No. <laughs> What's that? What did you say? I said, do you know the horoscope for uh, Gemini for the rest of the year? For the rest of the year, no, I don't. Ah. <laughs> Just no. tell me that Aries classes, is. Though. There you go. Tell me Aries will be successful all year, and I'll be happy. <laughs> that's all I do. Know. They will. They will. There you go. All right, I'm happy about that. There then. you go. <laughs> do, do you still do you still dabble in competitive sports? I mean, are you competitive? Are you you kind of bring that mentality I, to everything you do? Well, you know, like I, it was a huge part of my life growing up. Like I, right. I played like year on volleyball all through high school. Like I was, I did club. I, I like was considering going to college for it. I had mm. like been in conversation with a couple of like small schools, um, but it, um, it ultimately just like was not. It just didn't, like, feed me the same way that, like, you know, art did. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I, I do try and keep playing. Like, um, there's, like, a pretty cool, like, beach community here, beach volleyball community here, which is, like, random because it's New Orleans. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, there's, um, there's, like, a really, really great, like, massive uh, beach, like, fans complex out in Kenner mm-hmm. um, where, like, they have, like, league. And I, like, last year I, like, made some friends there. I haven't been in a minute. I've just been busy, but I do like crave it often. Like I, I, I really like, like as far as working out goes, I like ten out of ten prefer playing a sport 
There you go. Than like going to the gym or like a run or like a class. Yeah, like, we're we're me, the exact the, like, same way. Like active collaboration slash goal oriented stuff, like with rules and things like that. Right. The game aspect is like fun. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that you because I I bet in the first question, like as soon as we started talking about this, that the listeners were like, "Where's a beach in New Orleans?" Right, like, like, uh... <laughs> and then you yeah. say Kenner, and they're like, "Where is Kenner?" Like, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah, fantastic. Exactly. I would imagine it was pretty big, you know, in South Florida, Miami. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I spent some time in Fort Lauderdale for a while, and uh, yeah, it was everywhere. I mean, so I, yeah, I can totally see that. Seriously. Yeah, and let's get. I mean, I'll kind of like weigh it. I I think that team sports is probably a great preparation for acting in an ensemble, you know, or yes. even when you're working with a cast yes. because you get that same kind of a dichotomy or breakdown, right? right? Yeah, I mean, so that was, like, actually part of the reason I was placed. So the way that um, NYU's acting school at Tisch works mm-hmm. is when you audition, you have, like, a half-an-hour interview as well, and based on your audition and your interview, if you are accepted, they place you, they place you in one of the studios, and all of the studios have, like, different acting styles and methods. So they're all super different. And it's kind of like a big decision to make based off like a half hour interview and audition. Mm -hmm. But they like pretty much nail it most of the time. And they placed me in the experimental theater wing, which like at the time I was like horrified by. But um, (laughs) I was like, what is that? Right. (laughs) Um, But like part of the, the like basis of the training is like collaborative work. So, like, a lot of the stuff that I talked about in my interview, which is, like, what like what do you like to do? You're in high school, like, and I was, like, I play a lot of volleyball. I play a lot of team sports. I, you know, I am part of a big family. Like, mm-hmm. all these sort of, like, collaborative styles of living that I, like, grew up in. <laughs> Absolutely. It totally was perfectly suited for theater, for collaborative work, for art. It just totally translated seamlessly. So, after, like, a week of being at this studio that I was, like, scared of at first, it was, like, I was at home. Like, it just totally, totally, totally made sense. Oh, that's fantastic. I yeah. love that story. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like you learn how to, like, move with each other and, like, move around each other without getting in each yeah. other's way. Definitely. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, for brilliant. sure. And, and thank you for the breakdown, because I don't think a lot of people understand. I mean, everybody hears about NYU and the film right, school and all right. this kind of, but it's yeah. nice to hear a behind-the-scenes story about how it all works and breaks down. That's fantastic. Yeah, seriously. seriously. Yeah, I'm, like, really, really passionate about my specific little program, mm-hmm. the, the um, studio called The Experimental Theater Wing, because mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people know about it, and I think people should, because it's, like, the most magical place on the planet. <laughs> um, but, um, so, so whenever people ask me and I, I like to talk about it cause I think it's like, it's just like superb training and like superb, just like human training, not just like as an actor. It's like, it's acting school to me is like, it's not just acting school. It's like, you're learning about like self-awareness and like philosophy. Do you know what I mean? Because in order to like get into those mental health spaces, you're learning about like how communication works right. and how like, you know what I mean? How to share space and all those like sort of like normal things that we have to do as human beings, period. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, man, that that's just fantastic. That really is. But in the day and age of social media, how do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Does it happen to you? You walk into an audition and a casting director asked, all right, how many followers do you have on Instagram? Does that ever happen to you? I know it happens to some people, but not all. But Yeah, as- I, I bet it does. It has never happened to me, thank the Lord, not mm-hmm. with, because <laughs> I am not good with my social media. Social media. <laughs> like, I just, not because, not because I don't, I'm not addicted to it, just like every other human, but right. I, I got, I, like, got off of it. Like, I got rid of it mm-hmm. because it was not doing good things for my brain and my heart. So right. I was like, I can't handle it. I'm going to get off of it for a while. Exactly. And I did for like the last two years. 
and now I have all this stuff coming out, and it's like, hey, Freeform wants you to post this on your social. And it's like, right. um, it's part of my job. Like, I have to, I need to, like, I, I guess I have to do it, you know? So yeah. for now, I'm back on it. <laughs> yeah, we, we talk about that almost every week, too, how it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like, it's kind of fun to yeah. post every once in a while if you want to, but then yeah. when it becomes a part of your, like, image, I guess you could say, it's, yes. it becomes more yeah. of, like, a job in itself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, kinda it swings. just, like, completely makes me question, like, my sense of self and my identity. Right. And that's why I don't like it, because it doesn't line up with, like, my values. Mm-hmm. So then it's, like, all of a sudden... I lose track and I get depressed and you start the comparison game and then you got to like shut off the screen before it gets too bad. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, and then that kind of swings it back to what you were just talking about and your preparation at NYU and everything about being in the proper headspace and mental, uh, you know, to be able to deal with it. Because let's face it, I mean, social media is a giant head game. I mean, it it can be really good or it can be really abusive. And I mean, you got to be able to handle it. So. And I like, you yeah, know, definitely. you're not the first person to say it. We, we've had several people who, who have mentioned that, and I think it's a great idea to take a break every night. It's okay to yeah. walk away from it for a little while and regroup. I think that's yeah. so yeah. great. Yeah, that, that that's exactly yeah. what we did yesterday. Just had a nice day in New Orleans, enjoyed some Cajun <laughs> food. That. Yeah, Absolutely, man. You got to do that. it. I mean, that's where I'm at now, where I'm just, like, trying to – I'm trying to create a, a sort of, like, well-managed relationship with it mm-hmm. where I can, like, create almost, like, a schedule. Like, I just, if, if I have it, like, on my phone or I'm on my phone, like, whatever, as much as anybody else, I need to be in a place where I can, like, not click on it. You know what I mean? Like, right. I need to just, like, check it a couple times a week and call it a day, you right. know? Absolutely. So that's, like, I'm in that in-between phase where I'm trying to figure out what that healthy relationship with it is like. Yeah, honestly, I'm I'm kind of there, too, because there's just some days I'm like, I don't even want to look at my phone. <laughs> like, I know, exactly. I know. Uh, you go on your phone to, like, check the weather, and then 20 minutes later, you're on, like, your friend or, like, some celebrity. Right, you're like, you're like, why am I Facebook stalking my friend? It's so true. Not only that, you're like, why don't I have their job? Exactly. It Just like you said, it's the comparing game. It really is like that. Yeah. It, it, honestly, yeah. but, and it, then you know, but let's all let's all face it. It is part of our industry now. It is. And it, it is right. a necessary tool, I guess, if used properly to promote yeah. what you're doing. So yeah, it is yeah. what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. That's why I'm, that's, that's that's what I've accepted. So, so like that's why I want to work on my side of the relationship with it. You know, there what you I, mean? I can man. I can really control my actions. So <laughs> exactly. So don't get mad at us at the end when we ask you where to follow. You. Right. <laughs> No, 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 I will not. I will not. I will do my good actor job and say, you can find me here. There you go. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Well, I guess it's about that time. Where can the fans find you on social media? Well, <laughs> I know, right? Um, I have a Twitter and an Instagram, and my Twitter handle is at um, Ceci, C-E-C-I, Leal, L-E-A-L, 478. And my Instagram is almost the same. It's um, at Ceci, C-E-C-I underscore Leal 478. Leal is L-E-A-L. Gotcha. Um, the number does not mean anything cool. <laughs> it's just a number. It's just random. <laughs> at least you're honest about it. Yeah. At least you're at like... Oh, yeah, definitely. The last <laughs> yeah. one I spoke to was like, you need to make up a story. I was like, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll work on that. Right. I'll get right on that. Yeah, on like, this day, yeah. I faced a tiger in a dungeon or something crazy <laughs> <Right>. like that. <laughs> yeah. I want it to be like my high score or something. Right, there you go. There you go. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, you know, or we, yeah, we'll just figure it out. Next time you're on, we'll just come up with some elaborate story. I'll have a story next time, guys. Don't worry about it. There you go. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So what we like to do at the end, though, because we do have a lot of listeners out there that are trying to break into the industry, a lot of up-and-comers that that are huge fans of the show and follow us every week. So what we like to do is always ask our guests, what advice would you have for them if they're trying to break into the industry? And maybe what are some of the pitfalls or things to look out for also that they should try to avoid? Yeah, at the risk of sounding like a snob, I will say the like first thing you should do is take an acting class. Yes. Um, um, it's like a super common thing. I, I've noticed, especially in the Southeast, because the acting industry sort of grew around the fact that there was work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like New York where like the theater is like the pillar of the acting industry there. It's like this happened. Like, pe- actors in, the, in New Orleans specifically like started becoming actors because it was like, oh, they're shooting a movie here. Maybe I could audition. Right. So I think the number one thing I will say is take an acting class first, work on your craft, and um, that, that should be the leader through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if, don't, don't take an auditioning class before you take an acting class. That's like a number one thing. Like, those are two different techniques. Like, auditioning is not really acting. It's, it's a two-second window mm-hmm. into, uh, into making a good, deci- like a good choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I would say, yeah, the number one thing is focus on your on your craft. Like, take an acting class and, like, talk to other people that love it. Like, find people that also share the passion for the craft, not the industry. Um, I think those are, like, two different things. And it's okay to have a passion for the industry, too. But if you, like, want to be, like, a real actor, I would say, like, focus on that aspect. Absolutely. I love that. Uh, yeah, I, me too. And right. I mean, how, how many times you hear as a kid, you are who you surround yourself with? So, exactly. I mean, <laughs> yeah, if, it's true. If you want to be it's successful. True. I know. And, yeah. I, and, you know, and I'm relearning that now. Like, I, you know, it's like we, we relearn these things over and over and over again until we get them right. Exactly. Exactly. Man, this has just been a phenomenal conversation. You are just amazing, honestly. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Likewise, guys. This has been really fun. Of course, of course. And like we said before, you're welcome back anytime you just want to come get a little crazy with us or, you know, just shoot the shit, whatever. Yeah, I'm game. Awesome, awesome. Well, listen, you have a phenomenal rest of your week, and we're so excited about Cloak & Dagger coming out. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Bye. You betcha. Bye-bye.